Fresh Tech Fresh Tech Fresh Tech Welcome to Fresh Tech Tips. I am Darrell Norris, CEO of Fresh Tech Solutions, and I have some amazing gentlemen with me today. Hello, I'm Nicholas and Bezer Daniel, founder of Aegis Project Management. And I am Dr. Doug Franklin, CEO and co-founder of Deck Launch LLC. How are you fellas? I'm doing pretty good, man. Had a good weekend, nice Halloween. How you doing, Nick? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Can't complain. How about you, Doug? Still have a fantastic sugar buzz from this Halloween, so doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I need to hit the stores and grab the candy that's still left over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> solutions, solutions, solutions. So today we have a good one for you. Today's fresh tech tip topic is the management of projects for entrepreneurs. Nicholas, what do we mean when we talk about projects? Yeah, man, excited about this episode, um, this complex topic. And before I define projects, kind of want to talk a little bit um, for a few seconds about, somebody's calling me at the worst time, for a few seconds about Aegis Project Management and why it even exists. Um, from going up around entrepreneurs and being in this tight circle of entrepreneurs with my brothers here on here and some people who are not on here, um, quickly became apparent that, you know, entrepreneurs need ways to get things done. That's what entrepreneurs do. We're getting things done. And sometimes because of the avalanche of activities and tasks that they have to do, it's just, it's just putting out fires and there's no real order to it. So there, when you have, um, Someone, someone or an office that can help you organize things and be more methodical, efficient with getting things done. There is definitely a lot of value to that. Um, larger businesses, they do this. They, they measure how, how much money goes into projects, how to allocate their resources. And it helps them grow year over year and helps them achieve strategies over three years, over five years. So I felt like this was missing for um, entrepreneurs. Um, they didn't even have time to think about these things. So that's where Aegis Project Management came, came from, to become a project management office for entrepreneurs and small businesses. So what, what is a project? A project is an endeavor undertaking to achieve a unique result. So it needs to be complex and has to be in line with business strategy. When I, when I talked about this, Darrell asked me a great question. He's like, what do you mean by complex? So that's, um, those two things, complex and being in line with business strategy, is, is more of a use case. It's telling you, hey, because... Project management is not, it's not free. It's probably going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money. So before you use it, use these tools, make sure it's not something that's simple enough for you to do without it. So when it, it needs, it has different levers of risk, different moving parts, um, then you, you need to employ project management strategies. If not, then it's probably best for you to, you know, just move on with, with your daily or your normal routines. In line with business strategy, Again, it brings you back to your resources. You need to be moving in the right direction. You can't be helter-skelter. So project management or a, a series of projects need to lead you towards a goal. That's a great thing about projects. They're vehicles for achievement. So you have a, a goal in the long term. It's probably going to be able to be broken up into a series of, of projects that will get you there. So that needs to be in, in line with that strategy. And the purpose is, I mean, it always comes down to dollars. 
Um, 10% of every project dollar gets wasted based on inefficiency. That's probably worse for entrepreneurs because they don't even know to track that stat. So they're probably wasting more, more, more than they, um, than they're aware of. So um, that's, that's pretty much why we're, we're talking about this today. Yeah. And, and that is, and you couldn't have said it any better, Nick, because like a lot of times, uh, especially for uh, for people who are starting their entrepreneurial endeavors, what people uh, what people generally tend to do is just jump into the fire. Uh, we don't think about how things can be organized. You don't, we don't necessarily think about uh, the the processes that need to be in place, and in those inefficiencies are are crazy. Uh, so we so we've talked we talk. Uh, we talk exhaust. We exhaust uh, the topic of, uh, you know, wasted time is probably worse than wasted money because your wasted time becomes uh, the loss of money that you have in your business. And if you aren't, uh, if you're not managing uh, these these concepts that you're doing every day, uh, whether you're whether we're talking about you know routine or novel projects, uh, then then when it comes for you to grow. You're not going to have the infrastructure necessary for you to be able to launch, for you to be able to train somebody to do what you do, or even hand the, or if you if you've been doing if you've been making a lot of money, how could you even uh, scale or sell your your business to somebody else if you don't have all of those processes that come from project management? So it's worth the money at the beginning to to trust the Aegis project management to help you build your business. Nice plug. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so when, I, when I'm thinking about project management, um, I'm, I kind of want to go over the, a whole overview of, 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 of the steps. Um, so, and, uh, and, and I did ask that question because, you know, and you made the great point about the, um, about the business cards. Um, you know, if it's just a task, then it's a task, not a project. You need multiple tasks for it to be a project. Um, so when we're talking about projects from from a from a fresh tech solution standpoint, um, you know we we're, we're talking about you know maybe a mobile app project. You know there's multiple steps. There's you know you have to you have to start start with the vision. You have to you know you have to you know plan plan out how you're going to execute it. You have to um, you know then you have to actually do the work. Um, and then for us, um, that's that's one phase of project. Then. Another, Another project starts at the, when the app is delivered. So we have to manage these these, these projects. So each 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 client that we have is is for sure two projects um, for for each client. Um, Nick, you want to talk about you want to run through the the, the steps and we start with the vision. Definitely, definitely, and I love those points you made, especially because tech is definitely a nuanced part of project management because everything changes so quickly in tech. So it's definitely an area where you definitely need to employ these. Uh, you mentioned vision. So that's the first thing. Um, and we'll be talking to mainly to entrepreneurs here because, you know, like we said, we, we don't get to think about this a lot. So vision, we talk about, think about a clear destination that you want to focus on. I know you're thinking about a lot of things in when you're an entrepreneur, when you wake up in the morning, your to-do list is is crazy. If, and you, you've probably forgotten more tasks than you, than you remember. So when, when we want to define a project clearly, that's one of the first purposes of projects to simplify what it is that you're trying to achieve so that you can actually achieve it and do it efficiently. So a clear vision and what is it that I want to get? So avoid vagueness. It can't be a, Hey, I just, I want to grow my company, man. Or I, I just want to do this. It, it can't be that it needs to be something that you can measure 
um, and I want to grow my clients in Texas by 5%. So I want to add three new businesses in, in Houston, something like that, that you can clearly see, measure your progress um, towards that goal. And then that also allows you to plan for it. You can't plan for, for a vague idea. You can't plan for a, a platitude, but you can plan for something that, that is concrete. So the first thing is, is a, a clear vision. And this is definitely probably one of the, that's probably my favorite part. And one of our favorite parts um, when we're working with, um, with founders is helping them crystallize um, their vision. So that, cause that's the first step. Yeah. And so there's, there's two bullets that we really want to uh, highlight with regards to vision. And so the, the reality is even though, you know, your vision is like this really grand forest versus the, the, the trees uh, statement, you can't be too uh, vague. So you, you don't want to say, we just want to make, we're going to make a lot of money or we want to grow or <laughs> we are, and, uh, or we want to be the biggest, uh, the biggest organization in your products and services right. in right. the world. Okay. That, well, what does that actually mean? And the, the reason why this is important, uh, bringing it back to what we do at deck launch with regards to just pitching and being able to talk to investors about what you really do. Yeah. That is going to basically give you the, uh, the elevator pitch from hell. If you, if you pretty, if you pretty much just give somebody a, a kind of a ballpark idea of what you're doing and not necessarily give, being a little clear. Uh, so, so with, so, so with vision, there are also are key performance indicators or KPIs. And so what those are, are uh, are the ways that you measure success. So if you're if you're saying we're you know our goal is to have 30 clients a month, which is one new client a day, or increase our revenue, our sales revenue by 20% this year. Things like that are very important for you to be able to track. Uh, so why are they why are they uh, important for you to track? Of course, to to act, to just to be able to understand uh, what your business, uh, you know, how your business is doing, because it's really easy to look at how much money you're getting in where you when you can pay the bills, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your business is as effective as it should be or even profitable. It, these might just be cash flows you're seeing today if you're not really tracking your KPIs. But bringing it back to the pitch, yeah. because that's what we do. Uh, with KPIs uh, and measuring your KPIs and being able to speak, speak to your, your KPIs, you have the opportunity to show the validation of your product and service. Uh, you're able to show the traction that your service has. And then you're also able to, you might be even able to uh, project how well you'll, you'll be able to do in the future. But most importantly, you're going to have information for investors who have money, who uh, who want to know if uh, if your business is going to actually uh, generate revenue or if it's going to sink. And so figuring out those things, uh, uh, the KPIs is very vital uh, because it, it really shows what you're doing with your business. So uh, kind of like with the analogy that we talk about with hamburgers, don't go out and sell the hamburger without knowing how many hamburgers you need to sell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and on the on the on the fresh X side, because I love it because this people will be able to connect with this easier as well. We talk about customer engagement. There key performance indicators for those, you know, the followers. That's why we track things like followers. That's why we, we track, you know, if if you have if um, let's say a project was a, was a website, 
we are able to see how many people use it, how many people, how many of that, how much of that was converted into sales. So things like that, instead of just a vague, um, you know, just overall, you know, just something that's unclear, um, you, they, they help you. They help you move forward, and also it helps you make decisions on whether to keep going or hey, I need to chop and change. You know, so those those are the those are the main things there. And it gets it gets real hard to make a bad decision when you know all, when you know all the information. And that's with anything. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> that on the <laughs> but, but no, seriously, because uh, I've made some I made some decisions that I would I, I clearly wouldn't have made if I would have had the information there. And that's why it's right. so important for us to keep tracking on tracking everything that we do and, and take these analytics and use them. Um, a lot of people take <laughs> take analytics all day and never look at them and never change any, and right. never, never change how they do business. But you have to you have to see what works and what doesn't work. And it's all about numbers. Yeah, so I will zoom through to the next thing, um, which is, of course, planning. Like, Darrell just kind of led us into it. Um, and a key thing I want to say here is milestones. So your little wins, um, going, moving incrementally. So, I mean, everybody is different. And the thing I love and you might love and hate about entrepreneurship is that, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes, unless you're, you're lucky enough, to get a team, which we've talked about in another episode. So go check those out, see how you build your team. But um, most times it's going to come down to you. So sometimes you might get bogged down by the, the, the grandness of what it is that you're trying to achieve. So that's why you, it's good to have your little milestones. That I know that if I achieve these five things, I'm going to achieve the, the greater goal. So, so that's why you have the big vision and then we chop it into to milestones. And that also allows you to plan. It might be harder for you to plan about, hey, I'm just going to become, I'm going to increase my business by 5% in Texas. Might be easier to plan the exact places that you're going to, that you're going to go into or the exact areas where you're going to do those little battles. Okay, I'm going to increase my marketing. Okay, I'm going to do some more hiring. I'm going to advertise in these areas I haven't advertised before. And when you achieve those little milestones, then you see the bigger goal it's going to be achieved. Um, so I think about it on, on the greater level and then those smaller steps to 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 get that done. I really I I really love the concept of breaking things down, uh, specifically just for people in general, uh, especially for entrepreneurs, of course. Uh, but uh, a lot of times, when we when we look at the final goal uh, by itself, it's daunting. It's huge. Uh, you know, if your goal is to make a hundred thousand uh, dollars in in a month. And you look at it like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that sounds a whole lot worse than breaking it down uh, by the day. Uh, so, and, and, and so that is something that we want you to be able to see. So, like when you break, so breaking down your goals is really valuable. Um, and then uh, remain flexible. Uh, so, so don't so don't stress if the milestones that you've made are too are too big required uh are requiring more time than you thought what you do is you you just adjust um you don't yeah. have to uh the in in, in pre in, in a in pre-production uh we laugh because of, because uh nick wrote don't die <laughs> don't die for your plans like <laughs> no, man, no don't the, die don't die on that sword man. and and i think this is cool because <laughs> in tech timing is so important when 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 clients come to us and they want uh a platform developed, they usually have a timing that they need it by. And that's because, yeah. you know, execu um, delivering those platforms are usually as part of a big strategy. So 
um, yeah. a couple of weeks, a, a month or two, it, it ends up being very, very, very crucial. So that that's a key part about about your planning, the timing. But sometimes you got to realize if something is going wrong, you have to understand that that's going to be part of it. I mean, and there is, there are steps to build in, you know, as far as buffers to plan it. If you plan properly, don't plan for only best case scenarios. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Nick, man, Nick, you said, man, you need to, you need to say that because yes, yes, we, we, we do provide timelines, but a lot of people don't understand in, in my industry, in the tech industry, that these things can change tremendously. And, 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 and I'm not going to blame, I don't, I don't like to blame people for, for the timeline change. I'm not going to blame my developers or blame, you know, it's, it, it's always something that, it's always something that. <laughs> it's not. It's part of the environment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, it really is. I just say really like is the nature of the beast. Okay, uh, okay, okay. So I, I'll say um, sometimes our clients postpone their own projects without knowing it, um, yeah. and and to stay on time, um, we just need all of our and all of our all of our deadlines meet because we both have deadlines. Our client yeah. has deadlines. We have deadlines as well. Um, yep. So yeah, time. Uh, that realistic time. It's very important for project management, um, especially when, 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 like Nick said, it was it's a crucial. Uh, it's you know we have something you're trying to release release it by, um, or you know you're trying to beat the competition to the market um, exactly. because there's there's a lot of competitors um, out there trying to do tech things with apps right now. So um, you know we get we get 15 ideas a day, so so the ideas yeah. are out there. So people need to you know when they come with us, they want it, they, they want it. Yeah. yeah, and I and I have a really, really, I have a really cool uh, example about uh, remaining flexible that that comes from one of our clients. Uh, shout out to Finance Us and Alondo Franklin. He's a straight to the top family member as well. Uh, and so, so hope, hopefully, I, hopefully, he's he's, he's not going to be embarrassed by me talking about it. But I thought this was just such an awesome strategic concept. So, uh, so, so last year we made. Alondo's uh, clickable prototype for the app that he's he's trying to work on, and um, and so uh, we so we gave him his clickable so he could show people what his vision is. We sent him on his way to go raise money, and uh, and today he gave me the coolest update I think I could probably have, uh, mostly because he didn't die for his plan. So because initially it was just straight up go ahead and try to fund this thing. Uh, so what he did instead of just saying well. I don't have, I can't get the money. I'm overwhelmed. This is just over. I'm going to stop working on my business. He actually found uh, one of the do the DIY um, uh, app systems that you could do where you could code an, a minimum viable product product without coding. Like there's, there's, there's some clicking, there's some, there's some, some click and drag resources out there for you to build an, an MVP. So now he's going to try to build an MVP to where he, to where he can test his concept to make sure it's valid, try to generate a little bit of revenue, and then come back and build his app with fresh tech. Boy. That, but that is, but that, but when we hear things like that, because we always talk about pivot, pivot, pivot. Make sure you're doing things as cheap as possible at the beginning, even if you don't include uh, fresh tech deck launch. And then as you scale, go look for the money. It's happening. It's happening with people, with people like Alondo and some of our other clients, and it's just really exciting to see things like that. Yeah, yeah, and we and we're not and we're not the cheapest. Fresh Tech is not the cheapest. We're, no. we're, we're not. We're not. We're, we're, we're the Ferrari. <laughs> I, I talked about this earlier. We're the Ferrari. 
you know, we 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 want to help everybody, but you know, we we are expensive because we have we hire the best talent, and you know, we the top of the top of our talent, senior level developers, you you're gonna have you're gonna have to pay for those people. Um, so like I said, um, great example of uh, you know how to how to remain flexible. Um, and I think the most important part of project management is the third point, Nick. And I think it's go, go, go. That, that, that brings us right into what we just talked about, those last few sentences right there. That's the person who found a way to execute. Because maybe right now you're not going to be able to work on it or develop the product that you want right now. But eventually down the line, if you keep going, you will get to a point where you can't work with Fresh Tech, where you can't, when you can't bring in the big guns to get you that final product. So start. The whole point of planning and, and, and these steps is to get you to the point where you can execute. Once you get to that point, you have to execute. You have to do it because at that point, there's no way of going further. You, because you, you need to find out, okay, what am I doing wrong? How do I chop and change, especially in the tech industry? There's, there's, you have to do multiple iterations. So the concept of agile project management is we work on it, we get to a point, we show it to the client, then we fix it, and we keep going until it's, it's actually finally done. So you can't just sit on it and wait until it's perfect and then time is going on, money money is, is accruing, your your competitors have already come out and dropped three versions by the time you're waiting for your, your perfect version. You, you you can't you can't afford that. So the whole point of this is getting you to the point where you can you can execute and you can start the project. And once you start it, then during that the monitoring and control process, you can start to make you can start to make some cha some changes um, as it goes. So, so uh, one of the one of the things I one of the things I love about uh, about just going ahead and doing it is the fact that a lot of entrepreneurs do not do this. It is basically the secret to how how you actually can make money, right? Because you miss you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You have to get out of there. Uh, um, the 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 president the president of, of Tally and Twine, which makes the, some really really cool watches, uh, pretty much said that entrepreneurs, for the most part, are predisposed to get stuck in their own heads, as they and, and they, they continue to plan until someone takes over uh, the the uh, the market where they want to be in, and now you're planning again for a new market, and so now you've doubled up all the planning and you could have been making money, so. Uh, so you, so you're already there. You've are, so you so with the, with vision and planning, you've already done enough. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect, because what because what you have to do, you still have to remain flexible, refine as you go. And, and how do you do that? You do that through monitoring monitoring the project, the progress that you have in controlling the project. So really making sure you're paying attention to the KPIs as you are working in your business. And then sometimes things just don't work out and you got to cut bait uh, as, as soon as soon as you can. Uh, so, uh, so like, so for example, uh, one of the things that we do at, at deck launch is we is like with, uh, with some of our cut with some people that we have like these great meetings with. And I mean, especially with the pandemic, uh, a lot of the, there were a lot of really cool projects that we were ready to work on that kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. And, you know, we emailed and, you know, we called and we text just to make sure that every, everything's okay to see if people still wanted to go. But every phone call, email, text that we're doing uh, to, to, to communicate with people who either uh, did, didn't have the time or were dealing with uh, financial loss because of COVID 
or just plain out found a better, uh, found a different vendor, uh, that, that that prevented us from looking for new sales. Because every minute you spend on doing something that's like basically banging your head against a brick wall is wasted time, right. which is wasted money. And on the other side of that, um, I know we, we know definitely a lot of ideas that, like you said, are we were like, damn, what's going on with this? But we have a lot of uh, founders who pivoted once the pandemic. Hey, you know, this was my idea that I wanted to work on, but actually, I have another idea that I actually want to push to the forefront. The prioritization, like, okay, the market has shifted. I want to push this forward. Let's work on it. And we're definitely happy to shift gears like that because what is most relevant now? You know, whatever you're working on before the wind changes. I mean, you can't be crying over spilt milk. You need to need to clean it up, pour a new glass, and 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 keep it going. So that that's that's kind of the essence of what we're talking about. Don't be what this what this um, structure allows you to do is to be free, to relax a little bit. Okay. This is what I'm going to be doing. So that way you can make changes because you won't get lost anymore. You're not just in the forest moving around. You actually have a map. So if you get lost, you can come back to the map and be like, all right, this is where I am. Okay, I skipped this step and this step. That's, that's um, it's 86, this step. That's what project management allows you, gives you the freedom um, to do. And so let's talk about, um, at the, let's talk about closing out the project. Um, so after, after we ask, after we um, envision, plan, execute, um, I, I, and something that, and, and like I say, tell y'all all the time, um, we're, sometimes we're talking to ourselves on this show. <laughs> and sometimes, all the time, every and, time. And, uh, <laughs> Either the reminder <laughs> or is <it>, whipping ourselves. <laughs> right, and what needs to happen after we close out a project that is key is reflection. Yes. Um, you need to, we need to take time, analyze how the project went, what lessons can we carry on to the next project? How can we improve? What could have we done better? And, you know, just take that to the next project. So, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's, that's all part of that, knowing where you are. Um, so, and, and Nick, I, Nick, do you want to talk about documentation? Because I, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, those, those, go, those go hand hand in hand. I mean, it's so, it's once you deliver the project, it's working, it's so tempting to just move on to the next thing because you're already on an avalanche of stuff that and you just move on and what's going to happen is that you're going to make some of the mistakes two or three four times before you finally catch it that that's what's going to happen because you just you're just moving and moving but if you have time to to close close a project properly doc, make proper documentation file stuff away how many times have you gone back to look for something or you have a dispute months later and just you don't know where it is it's, it's it's simple things like that that are end up costing you o over the o over the long run, and also those things might affect the customer satisfaction. Imagine getting all the way through a project, um, doing all the work, and then a piece of documentation, something that wasn't documented, causes a disagreement that ends up shifting the way a customer feels about everything that you've done for them. That 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 would be heartbreaking for for your business because you know that's something that can be avoided. So don't take this step, this step lightly, you know, growth, um, growth, risk management, risk control, try not to make mistakes. It's, it's, it's a constant learning process. So don't, don't skip out on the learning part. When you learn it, internalize it, apply it and before you move on. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on um, one more thing before we get out of here, um, multiple projects. Um, mm. So, this is like a preview because we have to talk about this another time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. So, I mean, for us, we, we have lots of open projects 
right now between all of our companies. Um, and and I, I just balancing those projects and making sure um, nothing gets left behind is 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 a task um, that that that's that's done through processes. Um, so if you have all of your processes aligned, you can you can handle multiple projects. You can you can you can be able to scale, and it's all about scaling. It's it's kind of like mini scaling. Right. Process. You know, we started with a couple of apps. Now we we have I don't know how many apps we have open right now. Probably like six or seven. Um, but you know, it's it's we still have to we still have those deadlines. So what has to happen? Right. We might have to extend our deadline. If it's if it normally takes us you know six to eight weeks to make an app. Now we have you know, four clients. We can't say we can't say it's going to take exactly. six to eight weeks from all of them. So the timeline may be extended to, to you know, eight, eight to twelve or whatever it may be. And and how you decide that is 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 by looking at that past data, looking at how long it's going to take you to do you know, individual exactly. tasks inside each project. So yeah, exactly. so it's just exactly. And it's multiple. No, those, those fantastic points, Rob. That's again. That, that's why you close off properly. You say, how, how did I do this? So that when, when you do, it helps you forecast um, the future as well. Some of the things that will change when you have multiple projects, it's still going to be similar steps, but now your project, since you're one person or one company, they're going to start interacting with each other. Your milestones are going to start interacting. So you need to keep, keep that in mind. The things that you're going to be tracking, if you're tracking four things now, you're going to be tracking 16 things. Those are, those are things, uh, the scale in, increases the risk increase. So those are kind of some of the things uh, that change. And one of the things you just can't forget as we're telling you that this is important for scaling, the, this is important as you add people to your team, whether it be partnerships or employees or interns, whoever it is, because you are going to be the person responsible for teaching people how for to do stuff. Um, and, and it, is, and it, it doesn't work to throw people in the fire uh, without being able to show uh, the the processes of how you do things, and I mean, completely guilty. Any almost anybody who's taken an internship with the business, uh, a lot of times we we just tend not to do any processes at all. We just kind of, just kind of send them off, send them off, and just hope the hope the best things happen. Uh, and that's just not what you can do. It doesn't. It, it's not effective, and it doesn't build people up. I, I think one of the best things that the three of us did with regards to our interns is we, we, we put them into an incubator that pretty much taught them everything that we do with regards to strategy and operations. And so instead of coming into uh, working with us as we're growing and scaling, uh, completely confused about what's going on, all we had to do is teach them a lot, a, a couple of the documentation processes, and then they're ready to go. So like, when you document what you're doing with projects, you're also giving yourself a lot of the key guidelines and processes that you need to be able to share with the people that will be collaborating with you in the future. Oh, definitely. And I'm yeah, one I, final thing. Go ahead. I, one, one final thing before you wrap it up. Um, and another thing that this does, um, pro, you know, project management proper a proper plan does is it helps you with accountability. So you've done the work to put down timelines, put down goals, put down milestones. It, it, it reduces the amount of excuses. Yes, things are going to happen, but you have something that you're supposed to be going off of versus where you have nothing. And then anytime you do, it's kind of fine to you. That urgency is lessened. But when it's mapped out, when you can see it, it helps with, with that accountability. And that's something that helps also when you have um, multiple, multiple projects going.
Sorry, Ron, go ahead. No, definitely. And I was just going to say, um, I want to apologize to Nicholas um, because when, when I brought him on, I didn't have any kind of documentation for him. <laughs> he just had to, no, that's why, that's just why had I came on. I didn't even know. <laughs> he had to learn. No, it was, yeah, all right. Yeah, that wasn't even a trial by fire. It was pretty I much didn't, a trial yeah, by inferno. Gosh. I didn't have a I didn't have a project manager and a risk manager to teach me these things. So you know now now we're on we, point. We, we we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. So I I want to thank everybody for joining. Um, we, we we appreciate your time. We know it's very valuable. Um, we hope you got some value out of this. Um, I treat project management. I don't I don't just think of it as project. It's like how I live life. Um, you know, you have to go through those steps with everything. So those four steps, those plan, um, have that vision, plan, execute, and close. That's, that's, that's life and everything that we do. Um, so again, thanks you for joining. We'll be back um, next Monday at 12-ish um, Facebook Live. 12-ish. Um, we are going to um, be uploading the rest of the episodes for, on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes and all of that. So please follow Fresh Tech Tips on there. Join the Fresh Tech Tips Facebook group. And I believe that's it. We have any more plugs? Oh, deck lines. Yeah, you get an idea. If you have an idea, please reach out to us because we are trying to take these ideas to reality. Reach out to Deck Launch. If you need an app, reach out to Fresh Tech. What were you going to say? I know I missed something. No, no, two things, definitely, whether whether you come through um, Fresh Tech and Deck Launch, Aegis is going to be back in the month of project, so that you have that already covered. But what I was going to say is um, we're going to be releasing content throughout the week on um, on the Fresh Tech Tips group, um, so definitely do follow us on there. Yes, content will be on Fresh Tech Tips Facebook page. So thank you guys. Y'all are wonderful. We will see y'all next week at 12-ish. Hopefully it will be closer to the 12, and we're out. Fresh Tech Tips. Thanks for listening to Fresh Tech Tips. Please like, share, and subscribe to Fresh Tech Tips. And join the Facebook group, Fresh Tech Tips. That's tips with a Z.